Fellas, say goodbye to Chuck Sherman the boy. I am now a man. I highly recommend you join the club. We are doing the wild thing all night. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Sherman. Sherman, I could build this food. Is that all you gonna eat? General Sherman realized and understood the importance of house music. So, do you know anything about techno? No. Listen. Yeah, you know. Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another brand new episode of Sherm in the Booth. I'm, of course, your host, Sherm. Today is Wednesday, January 20th, 2021. This is episode 144, 144. I hope you guys are ready for an energetic and passionate ride because this was one of the most fun interviews I have ever had. And it is with the very talented singer-songwriter, Jenny Voss. I think Jenny might actually be a female version of me, but I gotta say she is one of the most talented singers that I've also interviewed as well. She has such a true and genuine love for music and we connected right away. In episode 144, we discussed Jenny's early inspirations and influences. Her family is very, very musical and all started with her talented grandma. Jenny has always had her eyes set on the stage and she's a natural performer. She'll tell you all about it. We also discuss her journey as an artist so far. She's been building her name in the scene for years now and has hustled her way to become one of the biggest up and coming artists in the industry. She literally performed live wherever she could get an opportunity in Southern California until she decided, you know what, it's time for me to make my own music and take my own path. We also ran through her discography. Two years ago, she rebranded to Jenny Voss and has been on a release terror ever since. I'm talking over 25 tracks, including a 17 song album called The Sunrise that she just released. She is so incredibly versatile and has worked with pop, indie, house, disco, and funk producers. She's a professional when it comes to showcasing her agility and ability with so many different types of productions. And you guys gotta run through her music if you haven't heard of her already. I, of course, wanted to ask Jenny about her songwriting process. This is someone who loves to write about her own experiences, and there's so much passion in her lyrics, and they always complete the package in every single release or collaboration. I had heard Jenny Voss's name last summer from our mutual friend Chris Diaz, and he said, Sherm, you got to keep an eye on her. The bubble is about to pop. I got to tell you, I'm first in line as soon as I can hear this girl live. She has got an undeniable and unique energy to her. And you guys are going to enjoy this interview just as much as I did. Let's get into it right now, though, so Jenny can tell you her story for herself. This is episode 144 with Jenny Voss. Jenny Voss, hello, hello, welcome. Welcome to Sherm in the booth. What's up, Sherm? What's up, Jenny? I'm so pumped to have you on the show right now. Like I said before, um, anybody who Chris Diaz recommends... Oh, we get shot to the top of the list, and you definitely did. <laughs> Love I, that. Love I that guy. Heard your name from him, and then a few other people sometime earlier in 2020. And like I said, I had some more time to actually get really down to the nitty gritty with all your music. I'm a huge fan. I honestly oh. like. <laughs> and like this is this is actually fun for me to be talking to you right now because I'm like, damn, like. I'm about to interview Jenny Voss. Okay, this chick knows what the fuck she's doing. <laughs> oh, I love that. For real. Yeah, like I'm always going to be someone who's a fan first. That's like my number one thing. I got into this because of my love of music, my love for wanting to talk to people who love music, and it just has happened that, of course, we're talking to each other now, and I know you love music too. 
Yeah, I know. It must be fun to just talk to musicians all day long. That's why, yeah, my favorite thing to do is collab with missions or with musicians all day long. Seriously, it's 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 yep. been quite the journey. I think this is episode 144. Damn. Yeah. So, and I've had not every single episode has had a guest, but I think you're at least 115, wow. 120. That's so fun. Yeah. So I've had a lot of music conversations, and it only gets better and better. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, it is. But I'm excited to talk to you. Like I said, I love talking to vocalists because, you know, ordinarily I have people that are DJs or producers or both. And something I always love asking them about is when they have original vocalists on track, how they like to collaborate with them remotely in the studio, how they met them. Mm -hmm. And the fact is, there's a lot of talented singers out there, you know what I mean, that could go on the voice, that could do this and that. But what you're doing you're really creating a niche market for yourself, mm. but also you're, like I said, like you, you can spread out your talent. So you've got a bright future ahead because you're able to spread yourself, but not too thin. Like you can go here, you can go there. And when I listened to all your music, I was so impressed. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah about being a singer and a songwriter and a musician is there's a whole other side of it and it's business. And you have to do all of that in order for the singing and the songwriting and all of that to make sense. So, yep. it's been, yeah, it's been a journey for sure. It's been fun. I know. It's like 80% business when it really comes down to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your 20% is pretty damn good, Jenny. I got to tell you that. <laughs> Thanks. Well, I want to ask, let's start from the beginning and then we're going to we're gonna go on a journey here, okay? Jingle oh, Jenny. Jingle Jenny. Voss journey. <laughs> yes, Jenny Voss journey. Where are you originally from? Um, so I was born up by San Francisco, and then a lot of my life was in Fresno, um, and I've been down in San Diego for like seven or eight years, so definitely a California girl my whole life, mm -hmm. up and down the coast, but yes. I love it. I love that. Yeah. One, I mean, like, I don't, I know Fresno is actually a pretty big city um, yeah. in California. Lots of people live there. Yeah. How is like the music scene there? Is is there electronic music or is like is is there a vibe? Like is it is it a metal city and nobody knows about it? <laughs> I mean, it's got a lot of rap music. There's a lot okay. of rappers that are there actually. That's when I was in college, I was like collabing with a lot of rappers at the times, you know, like doing their choruses for them. So yeah. that was cool. But there's also like a big I remember also ten years ago, one of my first EDM shows, I opened up for Porter Robinson at the Crest Theater in Fresno. And we it was like rave central down there. And it, it was yeah. back when everyone was wearing tutus and like those colored sunglasses. Oh, like yeah. the the rave days, you know, and um, that kind of started my house journey because it was a DJ and we had a violinist, a live violin player on our side. And then I was singing live on the other side. So it was cool. I mean, I love that's what I love about my performances with house music is that I just love to bring it to the next level because live vocals, one, people never get to see and then add a live instrument. I always love to have like a live saxophone or live trumpet player or something like that with us too, just to like elevate it even more, you know? Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm right there with you. I think that's really the current and future of mm how -hmm. at least live shows. I'm, I'm such yeah. a massive fan of Gorgon city and oh. I'm sure you are as well, based yeah. on some of the tracks that I heard, there was certainly some similarities and in inspiration, oh, nice. but they do it's such true. a great job with Odessa, you know, those types of vibes like yeah. live house. Yeah. And it, it all, like, when it comes down to it, and we'll get into it, fundamentals of house music are the fundamentals of all music, right? We've got, we've got bass, we got we've got vocals, and we've got percussion. 
And when yeah. you combine that live, it is just like such a special, special thing. And like I said, Gorgon City, they always bring when they do their live performances, when they have their singers that tour with yeah. them. Yeah. People who don't even traditionally like house music, but like maybe pop or yeah. like live entertainment. That's not just a DJ. Oh, they yeah. really bridge the gap there. So I could definitely see that being like an awesome goal for you to have. Yeah. Yeah. I've been loving Gorgon City. I remember going to see them in Cross probably like six years ago, like the first uh -huh. year. I feel like they were headlining or something or maybe it was even like during the day like they weren't even headlining yet yeah. I was just like, man these people are dope so I definitely <laughs> yeah I love their music Zoo too I'm a big Zoo fan I yeah. just went to see Zoo last year at the Red Rocks and nice. sang they had a live saxophone and a live electric guitarist and it was just fucking electric I love it I'm dying to go have you not been to Red Rocks no I haven't it's on the list I promise it's on the list well, aren't you in Colorado now? Should I go look, just look at it? <laughs> look at it. It's cool. <laughs> I'll pretend. <laughs> so you said like you went to a Porter Robinson show and you opened. Like before then, tell me about like when you started singing. Were you doing it at a young age? Were your parents musical? Or when did you like really know you had a good voice? So my parents are musical. Um, my grandma actually was a professional singer. So she like grew up here in Santa Monica. Okay. And um, she was on the, the, what is it? The Hennessy, no, Tennessee Ernie Ford show. And which is like in the fifties, she was like, look at these baked beans. And this whole <laughs> show, like hairspray style. Like that was my grandma. That's and awesome. my grandpa on set at this. So he was an actor and she was a singer and they traveled and did these shows with Ernie Ford and Ernie Ford even like came to their wedding and everything. So she kind of grew up in this lifestyle, which is, and she's my only grandma still alive. And I love talking to her every oh, week. Oh, what's about her name? Elaine, Grandma oh, Rita. Elaine, hell yeah. <laughs> she's the cutest, like full Italian, just sweet cutie. Um, but so she gave her voice to my mom and my aunt. So my mom and my aunt both have great voices too. Okay. And they, we tear it up at karaoke. Like we have been going to karaoke. <laughs> I was a kid uh -huh. and tear it up. But like my mom, she's shy. So she wasn't like, I definitely have my dad's side of the personality where he's like outgoing and goofy and just like down yeah. for the count anywhere. Uh -huh. We're a little more like introverted. So she has a great voice. She's just like, Jen, you just have the guts that I never had. So I'm, she's like, every time I win, I win for all of them. You know, like it's, she awesome. loves, yeah, she loves seeing it all come to life. So yeah, I've been singing my whole life and always did like talent shows at school. I was always the girl that sang, you know, I did, yeah. I did a pageant once just because I could sing on stage, like <laughs> anything to get me on stage. I was there. Well, that's awesome because it's one thing to just be able to sing, but like you said, to have yeah. that stage presence is so important yeah. in entertainment. Yeah, I did um, competitive cheerleading most of my life too. So that I was on stage, like the nerves right before a performance. Yeah. <laughs> Fla, flip. <laughs> God damn, Jenny. I yeah. feel like an energy coming through here. I'm maybe this, we'll just turn this into a performance. Whoa. <laughs> Careful with those hands. <laughs> um, but the bring it on lifestyle, you know, that was like my favorite movie growing up. That's, that's me. <laughs> that's awesome. That's sweet. So yeah. when did you actually say, okay, I'm a really good singer. I've done some pageants. Maybe it's high school going into college. When did you say, I maybe want to take this seriously, release music? What was that time period like for you? That was, so I wanted to go to college and get an education. Again, we talked about this earlier, just right. being able to get a job and, 
you know, support yourself because yeah. music doesn't always work. So I always wanted to be educated and, you know, be in a field. So I went to college at Fresno State. And then as soon as I finished, I came down here to San Diego and I was like, okay, now's the time. Yeah. Education's done. Let's go. And so I told you that I moved to San Diego, no job, no nothing. I started working yeah. at a restaurant and then I started working at a salon as like their marketing receptionist. But at the restaurant, I kind of wore a lot of hats. I started serving and then I moved up to bartending. I ran their social media and then I started booking their live music. Okay. And I had live music every Saturday and Thursday. So I like started just like building this network in San Diego of acoustic musicians. Wow. And I was like, I'm going to book myself. And so <laughs> I, I went on Craigslist and I found a guitarist and I was just like, you need to learn a hundred songs and we're going to sing all around town. And that's yeah. what I did for five years. So for the last, the past like five or six years, that's, I worked full time. And then on the weekends, on weeknights, I think I was usually gigging like three to four times a week, just around town, the corners of restaurants, at bars, at events, and it, just singing cover songs like Fleetwood yeah. Mac and, you know, the Eagles, the Beatles, just sure. straight soul, whatever. Yeah. And so I did that for a solid five, six years. And then someone came in one night to one of our shows and was like, wow, Jenny, you got what it takes. Let me get you in front of a big record no, label. Shit. That actually happened because I feel like that doesn't happen anymore. It happened. It wow. Happened. <laughs> and so I got to audition for Atlantic Records. I think it was like a year or two ago. I think it was two years ago. And it went really well. They asked me to come back and to start songwriting. And But the only problem was, like, I didn't have any of my own music. Like, I was a good singer and they knew that. But, like... And I had a couple songs that had popped off like from years before, but I didn't have any of my own music. Right, and right. so at that point, it was just getting into the studio and starting to create and starting to learn that I was born a songwriter, didn't even know it, had all this inside me, never written it down on a paper before, yeah. you know? Yeah. So the last two or three years, I've been really diving into my songwriting and it's been awesome. It's it's been super cool. So I've just, yeah, I've been developing that and figuring myself out. I've been on a journey through myself and writing it down on paper and taking y'all with me. So <laughs> go, gosh, no, I grew up in Indiana. You got a little Indiana in you, Jenny. You really do. Like I sound like I'm from the South. One of my best friends is from Texas. So, and when I get amped up, I just talk, I don't know, it comes out, but that's I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I was like, I was like, okay, so she's living California her life, but she gave me a y'all and you're doing like these little these little yeah. I love it. You're speaking my language. That's all I'm trying to say. Yeah. So. The thing about accents, like even when I go to wherever I go and I hear the people talking, I talk I'm like, oh what do you what do you talk? <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's not it's probably offensive to some people, but I don't do it to offend. I just want to learn. I think Yeah. Hey, okay. <laughs> Curiosity is a good thing, Jenny. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> so when I was doing my music research, at least on Spotify, I found some stuff from the past as well. 2019, first release I could find, was it Never Know? Was that your yeah. first one? Yeah. Never Know, a little slower temple. Yeah. Uh, very soulful, awesome songwriting. I'm so glad oh, that you mentioned that before I asked this question because and I really I, I really appreciate good lyrics. You know what oh. I mean? Like, sure, I love a good Travis Scott, like rap. Like a banger, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's an energy to that type. But I really like your style of 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 songwriting. Tell me about that one. Why was that the first one you released? How long did you have that one ready for? 
So that one was my first release is Jenny Voss. So my real name is actually Jenny Tormey. So if you look right. back a couple tracks that I released as Jenny Tormey, one of them was back in like 2015, Tropical House, hit over a million plays on Spotify. Did it? Called Palm Trees, Meet Me by the Palm Trees, and that like signified me moving to San Diego. And that, oh, yeah. we got it on a Tropical House playlist on Spotify and shit just took off. So we like didn't put any marketing money behind it whatsoever. We just got lucky with that one. It so that one, away sometimes, doesn't it? Yeah. And that one, I remember too, both of the songs that I had written before, like actually most of my songs, literally written in five minutes. Like I just sit down and I'm like, yeah, this is it. <laughs> Like, I fucking blow myself away when I sit down to actually write and take the time to do it. So that one was really cool. I don't know if you know Kezo. He's yeah. like a trap. Of course. So I, we wrote a song together in 2012. And that, like, took... It was, like, right when he was blowing up. I'll send it to you. It is some trap, dubstep, cool, crazy God, I thought I was a good investigative journalist. I didn't do background <laughs> on your real name. Shit. Yeah. I'm a, I got a pseudo name. <laughs> Wow. That's uh, awesome, though. I mean, Kezo is, like, he's massive. He's, he blew up. Yeah. Blew up. So, yeah, that was really fun. I'll send it to you. It's a, it's a definitely, like, 2012, but it was fun. <laughs> I guess on that note, why did you change to Jenny Voss? Why did you rebrand? Um, It just, I don't know. I knew that I needed, because my last name is Tormy. First of all, no one knows how to say it. I don't, no one knows where it's from. No one knows how to spell it. And it's just, it didn't ring like star name to me, you know? So I sure. knew that I needed something with one syllable that was simple, that was bold. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of played with the idea with my friends. I was like, you guys, I need a name. And we went to Desert Hearts Music Festival and I was wearing like- You must know all the hood politics guys then too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All, all three of them, more than friends, Nutty and DJ Susan have all brought up a, literally a Desert Hearts experience as like game changer, life changer for them. Yeah, Desert Hearts. And the funny thing is about Desert Hearts is my first time going, I was, I also went to Stagecoach the same weekend. So just like, that's who I was. It's like, I was going to Stagecoach and Coachella. And then I was like, Desert Hearts. And Desert Hearts is like the most savage house festival. Like there oh, is yeah. only like five to 10,000 people there. There's no showers. Like it is, you are in the dirt. One for stage, right? It's one, one stage. And it never turns off. No one ever sleeps. Like there's music at 5 a.m., 6 a.m. It is wild. So I yeah. just like and this is kind of me like transcending into the house scene like I was okay. like I said I was going to stagecoach I was going to Coachella I worked in radio at the time so I was absorbing like all different types of music mm -hmm. and this was like me coming into the house music scene like damn, this is fun mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah I was just I was wearing a fur coat a cheetah hat sunglasses with and I had a bottle of champagne in my hand and I was just chugging out of it and my friend was like Jenny the boss. And then he was like, boss. That was the first thing you said. And at first I was like, I don't know. And then it just stuck. And everyone just kept calling me boss, 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 boss. My friend Mario, love him. My brother. I love it. And it stuck and it's, I love it. And so I just kind of, yeah, it was kind of like a rebirth. Cause like I had, I had known that it was time. I deleted everything on my Instagram before that and just bossed out from there on. Start, start. Bossed yeah. out. Yeah. Because too, it was like, 
before I wasn't sure I was doing these, I was doing a dubstep song. I was doing a trap house song. I was singing, you know, like I wasn't sure what my path was. And then I became Voss and it's clear. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like water. <laughs> I love that. It's important like for you to know the identity of your brand as well, right? I think a lot of artists when they rebrand or when they even start a brand, they think like, what do I want people to think of me, right? It's so important to think about what do you want to be seen as right yeah and you were going through a time where it sounds like you were trying to maybe find an identity right yeah. yeah and i'm so glad you did i know me too and it's clearer than ever like in that first song that you talk about never know like is so different from what i'm making today yeah <clears throat> i think that too is like finding producers that i want to work with and you know that are connected to my vision as well yeah. so at that time I got connected with Soul Rich Productions which are so Mario the guy that named me Voss two of his best friends from the east coast they had just moved here and they're more like hip-hop like future future right. you know artists hip-hop they're tight they're awesome yeah and I like I from Fresno like I love hip-hop I love rap like Lil Wayne is my favorite artist I will say yeah, yeah. not my favorite artist but my favorite rapper you know yeah yeah, yeah. but um so I told them at the beginning, like, you know, I'm Jenny. They're, they've All they've ever done is, like, male tracks. So I'm, like, the first female, I think, that they've worked with. So, like, tying that into their style. And then I told them towards the end, like, I need more house stuff. Like, we need to get some more house. Because this was just as I was, like, realized yeah. house is the di exact direction that I want to go. So those right. first couple songs were a little more poppy than I wanted. But, like, they're so fun. And to be honest, a lot of my friends and family and like fans I guess you'd say from the years like they, they that's what they want to hear they want to hear the pop stuff like they want to hear the soul stuff yeah. and so I tried to just label it as soul music mm -hmm. and we got a little houseier as that album went on for sure yep uh, and then as imagine was the, the um single that I released in 2020 and mm -hmm. that was definitely more of like a Rufus kind of like you know it's got the like spacey right. celestial but has that kick too <clears throat> yeah exactly like i was gonna say so this ep free right so you release never know honey hips the singles and then this ep comes out with them both on there yeah <clears throat> that honestly when i heard that i was like damn like heart immediately add to a playlist just one of yeah. those types of tracks. Oh, cute. i don't know i just connected with it <clears throat> that song i wrote in one take did you okay yeah. that's amazing i went back and i changed i think two words and <laughs> Yeah, that that's the thing too. Where I was like, "Damn, I'm a songwriter." That's right. <laughs> like that. So that album was super special to me. That time, like with the Soul Rich Brothers, like me, that was me writing for the first time, really, yeah. like seriously. So that that six months where we got together and produced and wrote every day was really special to me. And yeah, a lot of love flew out of there. A lot of love, a lot of heart, a lot of soul came out. What are those two producers' names? I want to give them a shout out because they killed it. Yeah, so Flux and Jay Caesar. They're I was both. Say Flux, yeah. What you, what you need is sick. Yeah, so Flux, he's my producer, and then he featured on that song as well, and we've been able to perform it a couple times. It was so fun, but That's awesome. yeah, Jay Caesar is a really great artist too. They're both like, you know, recording artists that produce and mm -hmm. do all their. They do. I love it too because everything that they do is by themselves so like they take videos of themselves in their room and that's their content like they produce it all they sing it all they write it all so 
they're just, they've taught me a lot and they taught me a lot about the business side of it too. Like I remember when I was getting ready to release all this, Jay Suzer was like, Jenny, you need to like write a bio. You need to make your Spotify, right? You need to download the Spotify app. Like you need, you know, so like he just got, and then he was like, why aren't you listening to Apple music? Like, why are you only catering to Spotify? Like you need yep. to, as an artist, you need to, you know, favor both of them, not favor just one and give the people an option to listen. So they just, they taught me about the links, the link trees and just, <laughs> so I really like, that time was so special with them. It really it's was. Important, it's important to have mentors that, yeah. I mean, 99.9% .9 of the time are usually your close friends when it comes down. Yeah. To, yeah. Right? And um, yeah, that having a personal brand is so important too. I, I really resonate with, with what they're saying there. Yeah. That's what I meant too. When like you have a brand, like you got to be yourself because people see yeah. right through that shit, right through that shit these days. You yeah. got to, who are you? What are you, what are you trying to give to your followers? What yeah. is your purpose? Who do you serve? Yeah. And like, to me, like your shit is professional as fuck. You know, if I see a link tree and a clean link tree at that, I'm talking like, <laughs> it's like looks good. I'm like, okay, like this artist is serious. They take yeah. their brand seriously. Yeah. And that's why it's, it's always hard to find that middle ground of, I want to be professional, but I want to be welcoming. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think you do a great job of that. But 2019, big year. When it yeah. comes down to 2020, obviously a pretty fucked up year. Like yeah. all things considered, but you fucking crushed it. I mean, you released, including your album, at 25 tracks. Yeah, I think it was 26, 26 tracks in 2020. Jenny, I mean, that is like. <laughs> well, the album itself was 17. Yeah, I'm really excited to ask you about that. Before before we get there, I want I want to go through some of these house tracks, okay? Because they're fucking dope. And I, like I said, I want to give these producers a shout out too. Yeah, let's you mention. You mentioned Imagine, right? I want to talk a little bit yeah. more about that track because there was a, a, a foreignness to it. You know what I mean? Like it was it was kind of left field when I think about it, but it was really, really special. I, I want to hear about that one. Oh, yeah. I mean, that one, I, again, I was just like, let's get it more housey. And Ruth, it's, it's so funny. Okay, so Rufus is very special to me. Rufus' soul is like one of my all-time, yeah, gods, gods. Um, <laughs> And so I remember saying to Julio, Jay Caesar, I was like, you know that in Rufus where it's all bah, 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 like yeah. that iconic sound. He's like, okay, so you're telling me to recreate one of the most iconic sounds in the world. Okay, got it. <laughs> I was yep. like, can you that into Imagine for me, please? Yes. So a funny moment. He was like, okay, recreate one of the most memorable house music like <laughs> moments. Okay, got it. <laughs> if Wombe, come on, come on. <laughs> yeah, seriously. It's good, yeah. though. Yeah, I was going through a breakup at the time, which inspired a lot of it. And I don't know, it just, it was a beautiful time, for sure, being I mean, there. I just want yeah. to get you on that track, because you got a lot of music here, right? And I, like I said, I listen to everyone. There's some that I really wanted to mention. So that one's an honorable mention. Good on, thank you. Thank now, you. let's get into the four on the floor fucking high energy pump and bass beats here. Yeah, yeah. First things first, talk about a fucking take it off. We're going off the exit here. Freaks like to eat with Mitch Hodge. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about indie pop, you know, two minutes ago. Yeah, and now we're talking about. Then this is spoken word. So Mitch Dodge, yep. great guy. Love him so much here from San Diego. Mm -hmm. We wanted to work together, but he was like, Jenny, I don't really like have a lot of like female vocals on my tracks. Like he doesn't, he's like, I don't know you, you're a singer. I don't really work with singers. I'm like, okay, what can I do for you? And he's like, can you do some spoken word? And I'm yeah. like, 
Okay. And then I just turned ghetto. Like I turned the microphone on and for some reason ghetto girl came out. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. That was just fun. And you know, he used like two lines that I sent him for the whole song, but he used my voice in like a lot of the production. So there's a lot where I'm like, Oh, Oh, a bunch of different sounds that I made with my voice that he actually made with the beat. So that was really cool. And he is so good. Like he did so good with my vocals. Love him. Great guy. The layering, like from a from yeah. like a someone who produces house music and loves house music, like yeah. he did a really really good job with layering there. Yeah. And I heard, you know, he'd bring back vocals, and I even heard like a few reverses, and I was just wanted to compliment on that track, girl. Yeah. It's fucking good. I mean, <laughs> that that track, a lot of these tracks, like for me as a house DJ too, there are tracks that I like to listen to, and these are like what I tell like a lot of people, like especially artists, like. We've got tracks that we like to listen to. We've got tracks that we like to play in the club. We've got tracks that get on the USBs. We've got tracks that we show our friends, right? Yeah. One of those tracks is this. To me, it's a track on the USB that I want to fucking play and show people. I want to send a friend. So, like, in the hierarchy, I think send a friend is the number one thing. Yeah. You're like, look at this. Yeah, exactly. So, that's, like, I just, like, I really like that track. That's my vibe. So, good job. But everything else here... Like, you really put your heart and soul into. She Don't Lie with Swingers and Maxima. Yeah. That really one cool. It did. It did really, really well. Um, <clears throat> it was just one of those tracks, like, right when it starts, and you probably know this, too. A lot of the time when a track starts, especially if it's, like, a DJ intro, you can just tell if it's going to be good or not. Usually yeah. within the first three seconds, like, how's that kick? How's that clap? Mm-hmm. And at the bass yeah. line, I was like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I the fuck out loud. And yeah. just got I was like, this is something that I would want to put on the USB because it would get the dance floor moving. Yeah. Shout out Swingers and Maximo. Like, how did you just oh. they send you the beat? How did you decide to do a cover? Tell me about this one. Um, they hit me up. So we I don't think we'd ever met, but they're like Jenny Voss, like we've heard about you, we've seen you on the scene. Like I think one of them had seen me perform. Okay. And they were like, we have a song, it's a cover. We're, we're sure you'll know what it is right when it comes on. It's a classic. Yeah. I went over there that night and we we got to record it together. I forget. I think it was in quarantine. So oops, I went to someone's house. But we recorded it. And but it was I love like nothing better. Like uh, a lot of songs like Freaks Like to Eat. A lot of songs were created right in this space, right here under this disco ball in my house by myself. Oh but, yeah. There's just something special about being in a studio with people, especially when you haven't met them. So being able to vibe with them was so much fun. And we, and I love, cause they're just perfectionists, you know, and like they weren't going to let it go out until it was completely perfect. So we worked on that one for a while and, and it was just so cool too, because I started this road trip. I went on like this three week, three week road trip with my girlfriends. And the day that we left was the day that we released the song. And so I, we got to watch on my Spotify app, like as every, and it was like a thousand plays a day, like on yeah. every single day for like the whole trip. It was so cool. So that song is like, I can't hear it without like thinking of driving through Sedona or Wyoming or Utah with my girlfriend. So it was a really special track. I love it. And was we that got first tracks that like really gained steam for you too as Jenny Voss. Yeah. yeah it gained a lot of steam and a, so many people were like posting it on Instagram. We had like, you know, the Chad goes deep guy, like he reposted yeah. it. So like a lot of people, wow. 
like gassing us up. And it was mid quarantine. It was right when people were starting to party again, you know? So it was definitely like the party song and I knew it would be, you know, and I know that people are just going to listen to that and want to rage and stick something up their toes, you know? For sure. Yeah. I listened to it in the opposite of a rage time, but I was like, Uh, I got down with it. Well, actually, okay. So they, I think it was before it was released, but um, Swingers and Maximo, they also throw parties and they rented out in Palm Springs, these two like mansions and had 75 people there mid COVID while we were there. And I remember us playing it for the first time for people. And it was so tight. We actually, they even booked like John Summit came out and played for a 75. It was a super, uh, Sasha Rabati too was there. Like it was such a cool, intimate time for us to release that song and like test it on everybody. It was was awesome. I know that's something that so many, I mean, any any artist is really craving right now is that ability or the, I would say, I mean, it's like an honor to sometimes share unreleased music with a crowd. Yeah. It's just like this thing that artists get, right? We just, we get this real feedback because we don't know how people, how does it make you feel? Yeah. And it's so hard to do. I mean, it's like I said with Chris Diaz in the interview that you listened to, right? Yeah. I, I really don't even think there's a right fucking answer to be quite honest with you. Like, do we release music that would do so well at a live performance? Mm-hmm. Do we just release it and keep moving on? And it's a really hard question to answer. But I'm so glad that a track like that still is getting the attention it deserves because it is a high-energy dance song. Yeah, and to that point, like, not a lot of people were releasing too much. So it's like, you got to give the people something. So. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, geez, I guess that's why you've been able to build the brand so much this year is because you've been giving the people what they didn't know they wanted. <laughs> Let's go, That's Jenny right. I love that. Now, this <laughs> next one, this this one's really fucking good. The energy is, is next level. Get away with Arnie Boys on Most Wanted Records. Oh, heck yeah. Very Duke Dumont, very Gorgon City vibes in this one. Ooh, yeah. I liked this one a lot, and your voice really, really shines. I think it can be really difficult from a production standpoint with really strong piano chords. Yeah to sing over them and within them. Oh, but your voice, like, yeah, Arnie Boys did a really good job with the layering and, and, and like, music theory and everything top to bottom. Okay. And your voice sounded so great in that one, too. Thank you. Yeah, I'd love to hear that. I'll have to share with this. It's with not easy to do. I mean, you've obviously worked with a lot of talented producers. And <clears throat> I'm sure you've worked with some producers maybe that, like, didn't do as good of a job or you've heard songs that don't do as good of a job where a vocal's too quiet or it's too loud or it's just not layered correctly. So it's very difficult to do, as yeah. I'm sure you know. But yeah, that sure. one, I mean, the lyrics, too, were really great. What, um, what, what was the inspiration for the lyrics there? That one, I mean, it's talking about Getaway. And mm-hmm. one of, I love songs when there's a, you know, a core message, but you have two different stories that relate to it. Right. So one was a relationship, don't let me get away. But the other is don't let your dreams get away. And a lot of the times, like relationships keep our dreams from happening, you know? So it was a combination of, yeah, talking about maybe a past relationship that let me get away, but it's fine because bitch, I'm doing music now and I'm doing better than ever. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do. I have some questions about songwriting later, but like on that note, since you're talking about it now, are all of your lyrics, for the most part, wrote based on your own personal experiences in life? Yeah, for sure. Um, there's definitely sometimes where something comes out of my mouth and it it's 
not something that's ever happened to me personally, but it's just cool. And like, I know a lot of people have been through it, so I'll, I'll dive off it from there. But most of the time it is about me. A lot of my music is like about myself. And I said like my, on a journey through myself and I'm taking all y'all with me and I'm figuring it out, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And it's a great platform for you to do that. Yeah. But um, yeah, the boys, so from most Ronda records, they said, they're like, that message is everything that we wanted. They're like, thank you so much. So we, that was the first time too, that I did like a cool video, a music video. And it was just so much fun. We were literally like shooting a music video where we're pretend fighting. And like, I never, I'm not a yeller whatsoever, but we're like, we chicken nuggets. I told you I wanted chicken nuggets. (laughs) So it was so much fun with those boys. I feel bad because they kept, they, they're like throwing big parties in San Diego, you know, and I just, I want to be there to perform, but like there's, because of COVID, I've been so, I've like, I'm trying to be good and lead by example, but it's hard. So I can't wait until I can perform that song with them live with a crazy crowd, you know? Yeah. Well, I understand. And yeah, I, I admire you for that, Jenny's. I'm trying to do the same as well. I haven't DJed, yeah. I haven't DJed in front of a crowd. That's not a live stream since yeah. like early <laughs> March. So I'm almost at a year. Damn it. And I I'm know. He loves that shit too. So we're going through it together. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> okay, on to the next fucking banger, though. Feeling you. Anthony <laughs> Bolts on final. This one racked in 140,000 plays on Spotify, oh, my little mama. Let's go, baby. That's not light work. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, another incredible track. I mean, Anthony snapped. Let's yeah, he's right? such a good producer. That was a great track. Who is he? How yeah. did you guys meet? Did so you guys meet at the studio together? Chris Diaz introduced me to him. Um, so Chris, you, God, I love that guy. He really has introduced me to you. He introduced yeah. me to Candy Flip Records, who helps me with a lot of my playlist stuff. Um, he introduced me to Joyce, who is the guy that I did Joy with. And then mm-hmm. he introduced me to Anthony Bolt. So, and they're both just young, stallion-ass producers from the... <laughs> Just so good. So, yeah, this song snapped. Absolutely. Yeah. Wrote one in like five minutes again. Snapped. Sent it off. <laughs> and we have another one coming too, me and Anthony Bolt. So, oh um, my gosh. But yeah, That's the production great. of this one was just another level, huh? Yeah. Anybody watching or listening has got to go check that one out. That one is an honorable mention as well. Woo! That's a good track. You know, it's really good to see like an artist like you who puts so much into it and gosh sometimes you feel like you put a million plays worth of effort into a track and it gets like a thousand and you're like is it bad what did i <laughs> but then like the little wins or the sometimes the tracks that you least expect yeah blow up so it's yeah. good to see and i'm sure that one's going to continue to build steam so good for you and your spotify plays i know i saw so that one got released by final house which is like a sublet of uh, groove basement so pretty cool pretty cool and they put it on a freaking defected playlist on Spotify. I like cried when I saw that. But yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Good for you. God, the playlist. I know. You just mentioned Joy. How do I say this producer's name? Joasi? Joas? I don't I'm not sure either. He's from the Netherlands, so he speaks another language. Yeah. But, I uh, he says yeah. it, but Joyce, I think it's Joyce. Joas. I don't know. Joas. He's so great though. He again, I think he's like 22, just young buck um so cute so fun like we've had i 
I can't wait to meet these guys one day, you know, like I've been just through Instagram and stuff, talking to them and mm-hmm. we send little memos with their accents and it's so cute. <laughs> I love them. But yeah, I can't wait to perform these tracks with them live. Um, but yeah, Candy Flip released that for us, Candy Flip Records, and it's doing great too. So the crazy thing is, is I think we're at what, like 50,000 views on that one. But there's like 5,000 saves. So like the save percentage is like huge compared to all my other tracks. Yeah. The amount of people that are saving them. So yeah, it's like I mentioned earlier. It's like people wanting to save that and listen again. Yeah. So much Instagram, social media, Spotify, Apple Music, right? We just like you click these playlist songs that went in and out. But what's it going to what is like that it factor about a track that makes people say, I want to remember this track? And yeah. I don't think there's a fucking recipe, honestly. We're all cooking dinner. Some people yeah. are going to like my dinner. Some people are going to like your dinner, right? <laughs> some days we want a hamburger. Some days we want tacos. <laughs> Goddamn, Danny. That's what I'm talking about right there. <laughs> but I love that. And it's that's, that's such a good point because it is an overall great track. Like, everything about it. A lot of textures and layers to it. Um, not surprised he's Dutch because, like, yeah. I would, like, I could just tie, like, listening to, when you listen, like I said, when you listen to some tracks, you can tell there's a natural producer that made this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Good. Yeah. Hell yeah. Blow up. They're both going to blow up. Stay in touch with those European guys. They know what the yeah. fuck they're doing. <laughs> they, know what they're doing. <laughs> they know what they're doing. That's right. Now, next up, this one, really like this one, too. Sit With Me with Nick Thrine on Stay Bad. Okay. Serious Deep Out Fives. Like, if I was yeah. going to play this, I'd play it at a sunset in Ibiza. Oh, oh yeah. I love you. You know what I mean? Like that yeah. song, all your other songs kind of like they have an energy to them and very streamable. But this one was like it took me to a place. Good. A jungle. You know what I mean? Like it's a sensory yeah. song. Like I imagined myself listening to it in a place. And I'm someone who like really loves music and connects with it on a feel. A lot of yeah. times I try and listen to it with my eyes closed if like it's a song I really want to appreciate. I didn't even realize my eyes were closed when I started listening to that song. <laughs> And that's why I was like, I was like writing notes where I was like, Sunset Ibiza. You're all in somewhere else right now. Yes, exactly. I love that. I want to know more about the lyrics behind that one. Um, So that one we wrote, I think it was almost two years ago. No, definitely a year ago, way before quarantine. But it's been Uh, sitting in the vault. Yeah, but I, I mean, it's kind of okay so it talks about come sit with me my love is free okay i think it was just like talking about me and my friends like we love people regardless so come hang out with us because it's fun but i know that like the verses go up my favorite verse is you better match my hustle yes like me too i love that (laughs) come sit in my jungle you better match my hustle Um, something i mean on i'm single and trying to figure out the whole dating thing and that's something that I've realized is that I am in the fast lane which is another song that I wrote and I need my partner to be going 100 miles an hour as well so that's what that was about but yeah great you obviously wear your heart on your sleeve and I really respect that and love that I'm someone that does the same so I think that's why we're having such a great conversation right now (laughs) yeah this is so easy and so you are you are yeah no I know that's that's why this is the best thing ever for me (laughs) honestly I say this almost every time but if it's just me and you probably our dads and our moms shout out to the the Sherman what up yeah (laughs) that's all that matters to me because like I just love connecting with people who are all about it and I obviously like you are oh but now 
onto the album. 17 tracks. Fucking Lady Gaga, like 17 (laughs) tracks. And like a lot of variety here. I've got a lot of questions and I want to unpack it, okay? So I'm going to let you explain it, but I just want to give you my opinion. 10 out of 10, we've got house, disco, funk, dance, pop. It's an album ahead of its time, in my opinion. It's like we said earlier. Like, I think... I don't really know for sure, obviously, but it's something that I've been seeing a lot in dance music is house and disco and soul really yeah. coming back. Oh, you know, yeah. what I mean? in Chicago, like disco house and like that sort of shit is like always been there. It's the foundation of house music in yeah. Chicago, at least just that sort of vibe. Yeah. Soulful. And this album had it all. Like it literally had it all. It had some tech house. It had like that's, yeah, some deep oh, tech notes here. We've got some Rufus vibes. We've got like Dua Lipa. I love Woo! Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa is my number one inspiration. I love Dua Lipa so much. So thank God you said that because that's what we were going for. Don't worry. I did my research. I told you. <laughs> now, I want to know more about it. How long had you been working on this? How many people were involved? Oh. Tell me the story. I want to know. <laughs> a cool story <laughs> you're on the booth this is your time. okay so i i told you about that trip where i was on with my best friends we took like a three-week trip one of the most inspiring trips i've ever taken obviously we're off the grid for a long time didn't have service we were camping we stayed on like blm campgrounds where like you pay ten dollars and there's one bathroom and you know we're setting up our tents every day anyways one of the greatest trips of my life with my two best friends I come back early because I had to go back to work I guess and my friend Josh who is the guy that I just released bound to you with which I don't know if you've heard that one but is a very like great like melodic just beautiful it's kind of like Tulumi Bali like Ibiza vibes but he said Jenny come to the studio I, he called me while I was like just while I was landing. So I literally come with my bags straight from the airport. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to the studio. What's up? What you got for me? And he had sent me that Bound to You song and I had written it before. So he was like, let's record it. Let's work on that night. We worked, we worked on seven tracks. So we did seven tracks in that first night. Wow. And I walk in. So the studio I've never heard of. But the funny thing is, is like Josh, who invited me there, he used to own it. And it was kind of like a warehouse vibe where we would have after parties and it wasn't very legal, you know. And so when quarantine hit, he sold it to these guys. He's like, please make something out of this space. It's a great space. We've had a lot of great parties here and like just great vibes here. So please do something with it. And they turned it into a studio. They have so much like great equipment and it's just full studio now. So I go, I meet them. Um, Sam and Eric are the owners of Gallery 130, and it is a nonprofit studio that specializes in the education of art and technology. Wow. So I walk in, we lay down those seven tracks. They're like, Jenny, your voice is like the fiercest thing we've ever heard. We want to make your whole entire next album for free. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and I had paid like almost 10 grand for my first album. So I was like, okay, like anything. <laughs> yeah, let's go. And so I shit you not, I went into that studio every single day for the next month and then we released an album. So that album literally wow. happened in a month. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> and they taught me to produce along the way. So that's their like MO is we're here to teach you so that you can leave and do this on your own. Yeah. So. And they did not take a dollar from me, like, this whole time. And... No catch. That's amazing. Yeah, no catch. 
Um, so they, I learned how to use Ableton throughout this process. And I had my hands on every single song in this album. I helped, I, some of them produced top to finish, definitely not mixing and mastering though. Like that is a whole other level that oh, I yeah. have not figured out. Yet. I'm but right. like learning, like picking the sounds and be like, yeah, that one, that one, that one, that one. <laughs> was so much fun for me it's uh -huh. like a damn puzzle you know like I so it's opened up a whole new world for me in music you know first time and, you really had your hands in because every one of these tracks we talked about you got the track you sent your vocals yeah yeah and all the album before the two guys were the main producers I was watching over their shoulder you know but never actually like had my hands on it so yeah. To be able to have my hands on every single track in this album was so much fun. And I honestly, I know it's not perfect. Like, I know the mixing and mastering isn't there. And there's a couple things when I listen through it, I'm like, damn it, I hit that, you know, didn't hit that note. But okay. it came yeah. to a point where I, so 11.11 is very special to me. Like, I look at the clock and see that almost every single day. Like, I'm a big believer in manifestation. I've been, yeah. I've learned the law of attraction at a very young age so uh -huh. I've always been into that and so my first album I released on 11.11 back in 2019 and so while we were I didn't I didn't have this in mind in the beginning but like two weeks in I was like holy shit 11.11 is coming up like can we finish this in time and so I just was like let's do it and because the strategy was that I had these bigger releases coming out like the feeling you with Anthony Bolt and the joy with Jose um so I had these international releases coming out on record labels and I knew that was going to bring a lot of attention to my pages. And yeah. so I wanted to have house on there because my whole first album was more poppy. It was more solely R&B. So I kind of rushed it and I was like, let's get this out and show that like I love house and all these different types of house avenues that I can drive down. And even though it's not perfect, I just, I was like, this is me. Like, yeah, every, there's a story in every single song. Yeah. I helped every single piece of it. And I just I was so proud of it. And I loved it so much. And I was just like, I and something about like we talked about waiting or letting it go. Let it go because I can create so much more like there's so yeah. much more that I can do. So it was just a really beautiful experience. It was a passion project for sure for me. Yeah. And it, it did well. It's got, I think the whole album has like 25,000 views or something. I got a couple on some playlists. So a couple of them are popping off and yeah. I'm very proud that like that's now on my repertoire and I have 26 songs out this year. Good for you. <laughs> Thanks. An awesome story on so many levels. Yeah. And I can just like tell how passionate you are about like uh -huh. putting something together that like is you. I mean, I just said it. You wear your heart on your sleeve. And then yeah. you put that fucking sleeve cut off on your albums. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's got a big heart on there. And I love it. Uh -huh. It really is great. I select some of my, my favorites to talk about. And if there are any you want to talk about, too, because I know you've got your you've got your reasons. <laughs> Summer Breeze. Come on. That's Rufus. Yeah. 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 It's kind of a sunny fedora vibe, too. That's kind of what I was yeah, going yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I, you know Annabelle England? I'm sure you know. Yeah, I, I like that was type energy. Like I would be front row if you were singing that shit. Like oh. even if I know you were, I would be like, "Woo, what the hell is this?" <laughs> yeah, no, Annabelle England is definitely a huge inspiration of mine. Like yeah. I've been listening to her music. I remember my first show, I sang um, "Reverse Skydiving." Mm -hmm. I love her, and yeah, I just I 
I feel like we're going to be friends once we get to know each other. Like everything that she posts, I'm like, yes, girl, I have that outfit or I would wear that makeup. Yeah. Or, you know, I just, I love her. I love her style. I love her vision. So, and she's definitely like, I watch everything she's doing and I try to do it too. Cause she's it's a slow burn for her too. I mean, she's been touring with Lee Foss for years and years, yeah. but it just goes to show like, like I said, good music will always find a way. And, and you mentioned it actually a second ago. And since it's a hot topic, I got to ask, you're someone who believes in the law of attraction. Like you are a manifest destiny type person. Like you're literally going to will this shit into existence. You don't give a fuck who's in your way. Yeah. I'm the same way. I'm right there with you. Hey, yeah. It's going to happen. Like, don't really care what you think. I'm going to work yeah. harder than everybody else to make that happen because I love what I'm doing. That's yeah. the vibe I get from you. Like you literally are going to will this into existence yeah and i'm not gonna stop and if you know if someone doesn't like my song or tells me i'm not good i'm gonna be like well fuck you i'm still going so. <laughs> i love it now front row this is chicago house i don't yeah. know you realize you knew what you're doing but that is literally a chicago house song yeah, I have another song that's kind of Chicago, like OG rave vibes. And I didn't know that that was like the name of it was Chicago House. But yeah, that. Very soulful. I mean, it literally sounded like a very old green velvet when he went by cashmere type vibe. Like I'm talking Frankie Knuckles. I'm talking like you're fucking OG, like Paul Johnson up in this bitch. Yeah. I, yeah. Like that. I really respected that as like a, a guy who like tries and, and rep Chicago House. Yeah. I see. Love it. Hell yeah. I know what can you say Dua Lipa? I mean <laughs> Yes. But better. But fucking better. Damn, what a statement. I mean can I, I tell you a cool story about that yeah. song. Okay, so fast lane, I think I told you this meaning is like I'm going hundred miles an hour. I'm working my ass off all day. Music is hundred miles an hour. So I need someone that's gonna be going the same speed as me. Yeah. But also, um, my brother and my dad are like huge car, like tech car heads. And yeah. my brother, I told him like 10 years ago, like when I get famous one day, I'm gonna buy you a WRX, a Subaru <laughs> WRX. That's like really on my dream board. That's number one. Buy Adam a WRX. That's so awesome. For that song, I was like, there's something missing. And so I wanted to put a car sound in there. I was like, let's do like a screech, you know, those are cool. So I look up and I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to do a, a Subaru WRX sound. So I look up Subaru WRX sound to put in to, from YouTube to, you know, download and put into a track. And right when I hit download, this ad pops up and it says like Adam Construction and Adam's my brother's name. So it was just one of those moments where I was like, wow, it was aligned, you know? Yeah. Crazy. But Damn. Wow, attention to detail. I like that. Everything has a reason and a purpose and a story. Fuck yeah, Jenny. Okay, last one that's my favorite. See you again. This, one, this one's done really well for you, too. I mean, you know exactly how good this one is. Like, I'm, I'll toot your horn all fucking day, but you know exactly <laughs> how good this one is. Lyrics are full of color. Tell yeah. me about this track. I want to know about the lyrics. Um, this one is just kind of talking about being in a club and that end of the night where everyone's like, oh God, I don't know what to do, but I don't want to leave. Like, I don't want this energy to be done. So where are we going? You know, that's what it's about. And I, at the end, I say the lovers and friends thing, which reminds me of Usher. <laughs> like my favorite artist growing up. I love Usher so much. Oh yeah. But yeah, just a lot of it is me envisioning myself back at the club, back at Spin Nightclub, you know, in San Diego oh, no. or at Cross at the end of the night where all the music's shut down. We're like, oh God, it's over. What do we do oh, now? I know. It's like a weird moment of uh, everyone feels the same anxiety for a second. You're like, God, wait, wait, wait. 
<laughs> Who's got an after party? Who's got the after? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whose kitchen are we going to hang out in? <laughs> yeah. But also, too, just like, I have met some of the most influential, important people in my life on a dance floor or at a music festival or at a club. And it's just, you better exchange numbers because I want to see you again, you know? Me and awesome. Yeah, me and my six best friends met on a Rufus. That's why Rufus is so important to me. On the dance floor at the Rufus to Soul concert on Halloween, like three years ago. And we're all, the, they're the ones that we started in the bag productions. And now we throw these events. And at the end of every event, we always play Rufus. And it's the last song is, if you want me, if you need me. Yeah, God too. Yeah, we tell everybody, we say, look to your left and to your right. Whoever you meet on this dance floor, get their number, give them a hug, tell them, introduce yourself. Because we have met everybody at an event just like this, and it is so special. So You guys are totally the people that you run into at the beer line, and you just start a conversation. Yeah, and you you'll come with me. <laughs> yeah, you end up hanging out the whole fucking weekend. I love, you are literally the best type of person, because you're just like... And all your friends, obviously, like you, your friends would be friends with you and vice versa if you guys didn't all carry that same energy. Yeah. And we need more people like you in the world. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I wish I could share them with everybody. I love them so much. I have some of the best fucking friends ever. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, Jenny, across all of these, I mean, we're talking like 30, I mean, I guess door to door, the Jenny Tormy days, you released a lot of music. Yeah. For the past damn near decade. Ooh. Regardless of play, success, streams, whatever, is there a track that means the most to you? Oh, wow. Um, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, whoa. You were answering questions quickly until well, okay. that one. <laughs> I have a song that, so my number one goal right now is to get a song signed to Defected Records. Like that okay. is on the top of my list. That's all okay. I want. And so I'm, I'm writing this song called Synergy. And it is Chicago House. And I I want, because one song will change your life. And I want this to be it. You know, I want, I just can't wait for it to be it. So do you want me to give you a sample? Yes, you got it. Right, let's, let's fucking eat it. Yeah, let's see if that thing is still on. My speaker over there. Yeah, okay, this is it. This is Defected Vibes for sure. Yeah. I love Defected so much. Instagram? Probably, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So I've been working on this one for a couple months. And I, yeah, I ask Chris for feedback all the time. And he's, I just got to get a little more variance in. Because that's what he loves about my vocals is that I slip into a flow. I go into a falsetto. I go into the deep. My, my voice is pretty deep. Right. So. Um, I need to add a little bit more variance to it, but yeah, I, I want this song to be the song. Oh my gosh. That's a great track. That's got, that's got that, that kind of like subtly familiar, like that, that bouncy bass yeah. a little bit, like that. Yeah. Doo, 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 doo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, 
I just I was listening to some like classics like finally yes. and I just I want a timeless track like that that so many people want to remix and it'll live on the dance floor forever so that is my goal right now and that's I've let out enough music this last year now it's time to really perfect a track to change my life good for you yeah absolutely I was gonna say you got a, an awesome catalog behind you right now you got the opportunity to really fucking blow up I mean, the bubble's gonna pop for you I already know that so keep doing your thing it's such I feel like females in the house scene is missing you know like there's there's a couple but there's a couple exactly like there should be way more hundreds of males you know like so it's <laughs> thousands so Jen, on, on that note you mentioned like live performance is so important to you even when like you were a, a little girl through now obviously we all miss that so much yeah. uh you did catch me stalking your instagram when you sang the national anthem of the Padres <laughs> game that's yeah. pretty fucking sick honestly that's yeah. so dope um but i want to hear about that but what is it about performing live that you love so much i've seen you perform in a club i mean we just talked about the baseball game like festivals intimate experiences like tell me about each of those on a different level for you gosh there's so many different levels to it because there is yeah padre's game in front of thousands of people is way different than being in a corner at a restaurant but and that's something that a live stream can't fulfill right now is just the interaction with people, like my energy, I feed off of other people's energy, you know? So when they're in the front row going like this, I'm like, yeah! <laughs> That's, I'm a very, so my partner, so um, DBT, who's always the DJ at these in the bag uh, events, which mm -hmm. stands to do big things. So as you can see, like he's just a big, expiring guy. Love but he, he's like, Jenny, you're not a singer, you're literally an MC. Cause I'm in there, I'm like, what's up over there? How you doing? <laughs> Anybody, how you feel? Yeah, 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 I know. <laughs> yeah, so it's just, yeah, because people give off so much energy and it's so much fun. And I remember in the beginning when I first started doing like acoustic shows, I would look at people for kind of like, I'd be like, are they liking it? Are they not? And so I, there was this moment where it just clicked where I was like, Jenny, just close your eyes and feel it yourself. And they're not, they're not going to feel it until you feel it yourself. And that was like a monumental moment for me in my like live performances was just close your eyes and enjoy yourself. Yeah. And you know, again, to bring up Annabelle England, that's someone that um, really enhances the show. Yeah. Really makes you feel connected to the music. I mean, yeah. like as a DJ, I mean, <clears throat> it's, it's something that might seem so easy, but is so difficult at the same time, right? Like you're literally creating the energy for the night. And you know, the vocalist with energy like yours and passion like yours, like you're helping me make my job a lot fucking easier. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So like props to you for having the confidence to have stage presence, having the confidence to want to involve people in the crowd. My thing, like, like I said, as a DJ to read the crowd can't make everybody happy, but what you can do is make a few people happy. Yeah. If their energy is right, they're going to spread it among the dance floor. Yeah. Like, if I saw you in the crowd fucking fist bumping or some shit, I'm like, okay, locked yeah. on. What is she like? She's spreading the love. She's spreading the energy. Yeah. And, and you being able to sing and just just really lighten up the whole room is mm -hmm. so cool. I, I, again, I stalked. I saw some of the videos. You are <laughs> Yeah. 
That's special. You really, you really got to harness that as much as you can. I don't have to tell you twice, but I know I miss it. It's been a while. It's been a long while. So the one of my biggest shows happened like at I don't know if you've ever been to the Music Box here in San Diego, but uh, that is the best fucking one of the best clubs I've ever been in my life. One of the best venues ever, right? Like what? Like the the floor, the sound system, yes. So I landed a gig there right before quarantine and it was sold out. Like my whole family was there. Everyone was in their Jenny Voss shirts. It was the biggest show of my career. And then this shit shut down and I have not been on a stage since. So I know. Yeah. I'm ready. Oh man. That's awesome. Yeah. I miss it so much. Good for you. It's going to come back. Don't worry. People remember you for that moment. Oh yeah. (laughs) And your incredible slew of music over this last year. (laughs) Well, what's, to do something. what's to come what's what's uh, what's on the list for you right now well again it's it's perfecting that song right um, a couple cool. others in the works that are i'm just making sure that they're absolutely perfect and not stopping until they are um in a couple weeks i'm going to do a live stream so okay. qsb audio is sponsoring a live stream for me which is super cool um there's this new app called happening which is kind of trying to be like the Twitch, but actually for musicians, you know, Twitch is mainly for gamers. So it's a new app that's trying to launch. And so they're trying to build their content. And so they offered me to do a live stream and they're going to promote it and use it as content. And then QSC sponsored it. So that's coming in a couple of weeks. I think in February is when we're going to launch it. Um, So just getting everything ready for that. Um, And with that too, is coming some new merch and. Okay. Businesswoman over here. Yeah, <laughs> like I said, it it ain't all music. It is a lot, of, at least half business, and persistence, and you know, just being on top of your shit. Yeah, of course. I mean, I was I was gonna ask as well. Like, there are so many other vocalists out there that probably are in one one form or another. You at a younger age, and as house music continues to grow, and and people see, you know, women like you and men and female too, right? What would be your advice to younger singers out there? Oh, just don't stop. Yeah. Work at it every single day. Um, and I, again, the business side, make sure you have all of your ducks in a row and promote the hell out of yourself. I, Instagram is such a powerful tool. I wish I was bigger on TikTok and I don't have Twitter. I wish I was better at that. But Instagram has connected me with so many people and every like I I've sent messages to Diplo to everyone I'm like hey you want to collab with me every day I send I make sure to send like I think I send three a week just inboxes and I get some hits sometimes you know it happens they reply sometimes Diplo has not replied yet but one day he will (laughs) well yeah but actually you asked too like what else is coming up next so tomorrow I actually have an audition for The Voice and which is going to be a virtual one. And I've, I've auditioned for the voice like six different times. And every time I get closer and closer, the last time I went and did like a whole week summer camp, um, and all the recordings and did a bunch of different like auditions and stuff. And I got cut right before TV. So I'm hoping this time it gets me through the next one. But, and that's the thing too, is when I'm sitting here and thinking about the voice, like I know I have a good voice and like, I'm a songwriter. But like the voices that these kids have that are growing are insane. Like that, I know that my voice isn't the voice, but I work hard, you know? And that's a lot of it. A lot of it is working hard. So, and just doing it. And even though you don't make it six times, audition again. 
That's yeah. really inspiring. I love that. Yeah. Law of attraction. Just keep going. Let's keep so going. That goal, and then you make a new goal, and then you keep going. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. Gosh, you were like the shit, Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You're the shit. This is so fun. No, no, no. I'm having fun. No, no, no. <laughs> for me. I might even share this episode. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna share this interview for myself. Don't ever me. <laughs> well, I know that you have some disco tracks that need some female vocals on, right? I was gonna say I have a lot of music from a lot of different artists that I think I'm gonna send to you. I think Ooh. I mean I'd love to work with you in one way or another. This will not be the last time we talk, I promise you that. Oh, good. And I'm quick with it, too. I remember I watched when you and Chris were doing your interview. You were like, these singers, they just take forever. They're like, they're I got some bad experiences. I'm just only speaking from experience. Prove me wrong. Look at you, so I'm in 24 hours. Well, to me, it sounds like five minutes to me based on every song I asked you about. <laughs> when it flows, it flows. Because you got that day job, girl. Yeah. You know, we got timelines. Yeah. We got, yeah. got milestones we got to hit. Yeah. And yeah, I've been in sales my whole life. And so I know that the answer's always no if we don't ask. So that's why I'm asking Diplo every day if he'll do a track with me, so. <laughs> yeah, so, so true. Yeah. Or rather, like, rather ask forgiveness than permission, right? Yeah, yeah. Just go out. Make go the, all out. See what happens. Deal with it later. Yeah. I love that. Well, this has been so much fun, Jenny. I really appreciate you taking some time. Glad you're feeling better as well. I know. We both are recovering from COVID well. This is my first human interaction in two weeks. I love it. You did great. You didn't lose the touch. <laughs> still very, very charismatic. Don't worry about that. You're the best. Thanks so much again. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. This has been so much fun. Absolutely. I'll keep you posted on all the release stuff, okay? Okay, cool. Bye, Jenny. Have a good night. See ya.